This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this show since the beginning. And I'm Kyle and I'm dabbing, 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 dabbing. Yabba dabba doo. Old white lady, he wants your money. <laughs> <laughs> this premiere party. That was so was... boring. Boo. <laughs> this premiere party was one of my favorite scenes ever in 90 Day History. I don't care Not... if it was set up to look like a total disaster. I don't care. It was don't so care. fucking funny. It don't so care. Funny. Yeah. And it was maybe it was not better than pedro karate chopping the salad after the fight that <laughs> yeah, river yeah. started just kidding i'm not gonna well, go there not a karate chop a roundhouse kick Get it, it, right. was. it was <laughs> so incredible uh but yeah this this premiere party is a close second um i also spent a lot of time during this episode just google mapping distances between places right like Abujan, Sakoto, and Odessa, Sakoto, yeah, and totally. wherever the fuck Lana lives. Like, how far is that? Ukrainian disputed zone. <laughs> incredible, incredible. I I liked this episode. Did you like it overall? Yeah, I mean the the Soldier Boy uh, premiere party was iconic to me. It's amazing. Um, but you know, other than that, ah. Uh, I, that that carried the whole episode for me. Um, Stephanie and Erica, man, I have mixed feelings about this storyline now. Same, same, yeah. and we'll I, dig I, into it. But it's it's weird. Other than David expressing his desire to go to an active war zone, I thought that that <laughs> was like super predictable and stupid and boring. Um, and then you know Ed is revolting as usual. So I mean. This was a Lisa, baby girl Lisa, or uh, as Reddit's been calling her, baby girl Visa episode. <laughs> you know what? I know people complain about Usman and Lisa, and some of them say it's set up or it's fraud in. I don't really know why or how, but I don't care. It's so entertaining. And being that we just don't take the show very seriously, I'm here for it. I, I think they're really carrying this season. I hate her so much that <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard to say if i find them entertaining but this particular scene was incredible you know what's entertaining about them is the reactions of all of these amazing nigerian people around yes! soldier boy he exactly. knows so many people and they're all so fucking horrified by this this shit <laughs> so like the goofballs were great entertainment but you know, they kind of had a shtick, and it was the same thing every time. We're meeting so many Nigerian people that all feel the exact same way, and it's it's really funny. I loved what... Anyway, we'll dig into it. But um, yeah, before we get into evidence, a special evidence this week, um, thank you for all the reviews. We've been getting a lot of five-star reviews lately. We really appreciate it. It really supports the podcast. We're trying really hard to put out, you know, quality content during this whole craziness that the world is experiencing right now. Um, we're hoping that we can distract you during this insane time in history. And as you would expect, a lot of companies are pulling back on advertising. So we don't have sponsors this week. So we're going <laughs> to tell you a little bit about our Patreon real fast before we jump into evidence. So we started our Patreon about 14 months ago, and we have over 200 different podcasts on our Patreon podcast feed. 
That includes extended episodes, uh, B, what we call B-size, which is just us shooting the shit sometimes, plus covering 90 Day Fiance Classic, Love After Lockup. Right now, we're t- covering Tiger King. We covered Love is Blind. Uh, those are all Patreon-only episodes. We also put any of our old archived episodes that are over a year old. We take them and put them on the Patreon podcast feed with no ads, and we cut out some junk that is, maybe doesn't make sense anymore. Um, along with that, you get access to our private Facebook group with over 2,000 people. That is just a great time. Live threads. It's the best way to interact with us. If you want to hit us up on social media, that's the place to do it. And we just overall have a great time. And, and we're putting out about five to six hours of total content a week now if you subscribe to Patreon. So you can go from one hour of Reality Cray Cray all the way to six. And who doesn't want six hours of Kyle and I talking? <laughs> if you really like us, <laughs> that's the way to uh, express your love. Uh, five bucks a month gets you in. That's it. And shout out to three cast members during this uh, time of the virus. Uh, Sasha of Emily and Sasha, who they believe may have COVID. Um, as she was posting on her Instagram stories this week. Thoughts out to Sasha. Lauren, who's very pregnant and will probably be giving suck. birth at any moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, just shout out shout out to Lauren. Girl, you're gonna be just fine. Alexi's got your back. And Stephanie, of course, from this season, who, despite your feelings about her relationship with Erica, has a serious autoimmune disease. So um sure. I, we hope you're staying safe and healthy and and just shout out to all the healthcare workers that are out there on the front lines, nurses, doctors. Um, everybody that works in a hospital, whatever your role may be, like serious shout out, and we hope you're staying safe. For sure, I have a shout out to a cast member uh, that will bring us into evidence. Ooh. So our our good friend that everyone loves, Jesse Meester. Ooh, Jesse! Uh, he's Giving in us so- life. He he's in Soho in uh, Manhattan. You know, he, he's posting on. Instagram I thought he about- went home. No, he's well, if he is home, he's posting about Manhattan with pictures. So our good friend Jesse uh posted on Instagram today that before the pandemic quote, before the pandemic, I ordered N95 masks to sell online. I realized with the spread of this current pandemic, it would be selfish to proceed. So today, me and my team have decided to donate all N95 masks to hospitals and help our incredible workers. So first... What a fucking hero. He has the the idea originally to profit off of the pandemic. Um, so that's great. So then he turns around and makes a big show of donating the masks uh, as if, you know, the hospital... You know, the hospital could have gotten more masks if he hadn't just bought them with the intent to sell them like an asshole. Then he goes on to say, but I'm going to give a few out to friends and family, including some of you. So if you need one, comment below and I'll ship one to you. (laughs) So he's not donating them. He's just giving them to his fangirls. (laughs) I just really am curious to see a picture of Jesse with his quote unquote team. Who the hell is his team? Please, please tell me. I bet you he has a baby girl, Lisa, on the hook. That is one of his team members. It's probably true. Somebody with some marketing skills. So Jesse's a piece of shit. 
huge shocking news to all shocker incredible shocker. i mean nobody do um, um should... <laughs> i have one surprise for you kim <laughs> what is it well today as you know you know a certain british person <laughs> was on your instagram uh screaming at people was it john walters you know it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't so in honor of our new British person fighting in our comments, uh, I created a new segment for us. Creating tele, expressing profound frustration, and fisticuffs about the bloody globe. That is wonderful, Kyle. That's the most wonderful <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It brought me so much joy and so many tears of laughter. <laughs> so your post was... Uh, Truth or lie, does Tom Brooks love Darcy? This is on my Instagram, 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Yeah. Tom Brooks Brooks replies almost immediately, truth. It is true that I love Darcy. And then people start calling him out left and right. Um, Hundreds of comments on this thread (laughs) replying to Tom. And I'm going to read this in John voice because it's the only British accent I can actually do. All right. Uh, Tom Brooks replying to one of the commenters on your Instagram. Um, your mother wouldn't knew who your father was, was she? Maybe if you knock the cocks out of her mouth, she'll tell you. <laughs> Fucking dark. And you know what? I I was alerted to this by our Patreon people probably late in the afternoon, several hours after it was posted because so I'm, I was really busy at work today, so I just wasn't policing my comments. And um, I was like, oh man. And I, it was a moral struggle. I was like, do I give the people what they want? Do and I like, delete it? Yeah. Do I delete it? Because people were fighting with Tom and I was like, that's kind of distracting them from worse things in the world right now. Yeah. Let but, them fight. I don't care. That comment was just so gross. I just eventually had to delete it out. Oh, you did. Cause I'm looking for it right now. Yeah. I, I, I deleted it. it. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, oh, you can fight Tom and you can comment, but like so many cocks in her mouth, just too much, too much. Knock, knock the cocks out of her mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't, to be honest, I didn't expect that from Tom. No, and and, totally and not, shocking. Like he's clearly not some like pinnacle of morality and civility, but he certainly wants you to think that he is, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And so for him to get wasted in, in the pub and, uh, you know. <laughs> Start fighting. I I love it. I mean, we I I feel like we need more of it right now. Honestly, I do. I don't want meta drama by any means. I'm not going to get involved. We're not going to get involved. But no. cast members screaming at each other. Uh, baby girl Lisa posting pictures of ripped guys. Soldier boy posting pictures of literally like it. Basically, I I I texted you that I thought Soldier Boy was literally posting a picture of Larissa's ass. It was just some random it, woman. It looked exactly like her butt from her like old Instagram where she used to post it pictures of her ass all the time. It was, I know. I texted a picture of this ass to Kyle because this is like what do. we do now. Yeah. This, this is, is what we do. This is, yeah. BFFs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was like, did you see this picture or this video rather of this woman twerking that um, Soja Boy posted? And Kyle's immediate response was, is that Larissa? And uh, hilariously, Larissa had liked the video. 
That's why I kind of assume because she likes herself. A lot, she does so. like herself. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole thing was hilarious. And I'm like, why is he posting this stuff? And baby girl Lisa was back posting pictures of her delicious looking men as well. And it just, I, quarant- I quarantine with him. My gosh. And then she, I feel like she deleted them though. I couldn't find them when I looked just before this podcast. So. I don't know. They're feuding again. They, it's they must be. They must be having an argument about his behavior. Okay, so here's another fucked up thing. So I posted a picture of Soja Boy just with a funny expression, and I put. Did she come after you? No. Worse. Uz, the caption was Uzman wondering how the fuck he got himself into this mess and how long he can keep this up. And Soja Boy liked the post. <laughs> he liked the post. Oh, now that's that counts as talking to females. So you better watch out. And then I posted that a counts, picture. Kim. I posted a picture of the MVP of the episode, which was the Nigerian woman at the club in the red and white striped shirt uh, that Winif- made the Winifred. Like, Yes, she was so funny. She's the one that made the comment like, old white lady, he wants your money. (laughs) And most liked Instagram post this season, by the way. And baby girl Lisa commented, so glad you're supporting women or something like that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. We hate women. That's us. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, does she not get it? Is she trying to be ironic? I don't really understand very confusing. More important than all of this, though, can we talk about Azin for a minute? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you read this article that I also texted you today, or were you distracted I, by Larissa's butt? Not Larissa's well, butt. Well, I was distracted by Jennifer's TikTok that you also were sending Oh, my me. God. You guys, if you are serious, if you're like in a depression and you're having a, a rough time. And you are in a, if you're like 1% attracted to women. Not even. Not I even? don't think okay. you need to be one percent attracted to women to enjoy this. Okay. But go to Jennifer's. I mean, it increased my enjoyment just in general. Oh my god! Go to her. You don't even have to be on TikTok. Go to her Instagram, and I have actually posted it on my Instagram. It links back to hers if you need to know her handle. And she does this dance. Somebody commented that she's doing the dance wrong. So this must be like a dance that a lot of people are doing. It is. I watched it probably 24 times. Why are you so in love with Jennifer Kim? (laughs) That girl is smoking hot. And I'm going to say it again. Hottest cast member ever on the show. Come at me. Don't care if you disagree. My opinion. This dance is incredible. It's like, I just, I don't know how to describe it. It tickled me every time. It just made it just made me crack up so hard, and I loved it. Thank you, Jennifer. For... I'm putting Please it go watch the, it. I'm putting it on our video <laughs> chat right now, so Kim can watch it again. Oh my god! When she like leans over and her boobs are there, it's just it's what is that like when she leans over and smacks her own ass? It's it's incredible, guys. It's incredible. Please go watch it. <laughs> I love it. I have to. Kim's not going to be able to continue this podcast if I keep it on. <laughs> We have to turn it off. We have to talk about Azin, okay? Because there was like, Soapter published an article about Nickel and Azin. And this, there are so many rumors flying around and so many, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy theories because Nickel, we call her Nickel as a joke, by the way. So like, please don't text me. Why do you pronounce it Darcy? (laughs) 
please don't tell me her name is Nicole. I know her name is Nicole, but Nicole was spotted, what, two weeks ago now, three weeks ago now on the train to the airport. And so we know that she was going to Morocco and people were like, I don't believe she's really there. All these pictures she's posting since she got there are old pictures. I don't think she's even with Azen. And so there's just all of these rumors circulating and people speculating of like, is Nicole in Morocco? Is she really stuck there? Is she with Azen? What's going on? Good tinfoil. I know. So this soap dirt um, article, which go to soap dirt for the full article. But this article alleges that not only that Nicole is staying in an Airbnb in Morocco, but it also alleges by herself. Yes. Because it alleges that Azin is on lockdown with his wife and three children. Wee, so, wee, wee, wee. again, this is all rumors. All rumors. So none of this may be true. I just want to make it very clear. But this is too fun not to talk about. So this is what the article claims. Nickel flew to Morocco to be with Azin because airline tickets were like so cheap during the coronavirus threat. Sure. And then the speculation is that Azin is married and has been since he was 19 and that he has three kids. Now, Nickel has allegedly, allegedly known this the whole time. And so has TLC. And then this is where it gets good. That Grenada emergency during Happily Ever After last season was his third child being born. (laughs) (laughs) Then it gets better. It gets better. The $6,000 that was allegedly like for the store was actually Nickel trying to pay off Azen's wife to get a divorce. Awesome. I I 100%. First of all, I... 1 million percent believe that nickel would flaunt quarantine to fly to Morocco. I do too. For any reason, much less hang out with Azen. Um, the Grenada thing was so stupid and so bizarre. And she was so defensive about it without offering really any logical explanation, except it was a family emergency that that to me is it was always as believable as Lana's brother's di- brother dying, right? It it just it's, yeah, I agree. If, if that if anything really happened, I feel like so many people come at Nicole every single day that she would have produced something, even if it was fake, some kind of proof, like a hospital bracelet. You know what I mean? Like anything, anything yeah. at all. Um, and she never did. She just tries to like sweep it under the rug and just move on um the six thousand dollars was kind of the same thing she just gets all she does her little shruggy eye roll whenever anyone brought it up she never really responded when you know grandpa what's his name was schooling her she just (laughs) does her stupid fucking shoulder roll that you want to you want to fucking kill yourself and then it just dropped and moved on yeah none of the things that she does make any sense unless there's something really dark going on so i i we're all kind of inventing our own reality right now (laughs) (laughs) with this virus outbreak man like i'm surprised there's not more completely berserk stories coming out of soap dirt about these cast members that you know yeah yeah but think about it i choose i choose to believe it Just think about it. It explains why Nichols been posting old pictures of she and Azen. And, you know, many people pointed out they don't think that she's in Morocco at all. But this would explain her being in Morocco and also posting 
no recent pictures of Sheena Asin. So it's just like, it, it would just explain her being seen in on the airport train and just all of it. So it adds up, but you know, Soapter, they always, they're like, we talked to a source and it's like, well, what's yeah. a source? Is this some rando on the internet? Like you the don't source know. Is, the source Joe exotic. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know, but we're going to keep an eye on it because it's, it's just fun. Um, it's just fun to, to talk about. It would be fun if it was totally a hundred percent true. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> so the only, I mean, the only, obviously I feel bad for May, but that's about it. And the kids, the three children. They don't even know that Nicholas. That's exists. true. She's yeah. probably had zero impact on it would their be lives, fun. except it, for they have more money because Nicholas sending Asin money. It would be funny if Asin was like an incredible husband and father in every respect, except he just had this like random American girl <laughs> that just like shows up once in a while with a film crew, and he has to disappear for a week. But then he comes back with five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. Episode um I want I I want to start big. I want to start with Lisa Newsman. All right. I watched this premiere party four <laughs> times. <laughs> There's so many good parts to it. And it is just like it's just the best. <laughs> I want I want to talk about the um the best part. I want to talk barcode. <laughs> World premiere. Okay, this red carpet event, I'm going to break it up into two pieces. First, we're going to talk about the arrival because that in itself I could talk about for the entire rest of the podcast. I loved Soja Boy's yellow tracksuit. Lisa, Why was he just wearing a towel the whole time? What was the towel? <laughs> what was the towel? He like had it over one shoulder when they were taking pictures outside. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get that, you know, it, it's hot in these places and you might be sweating up there. He's but... just sweaty. Man. He's in a tracksuit. It's probably hot in there. <laughs> I it, it just It's hilarious because it, it was like... Was there even a red carpet? I don't even remember. But there was just one of those paper backgrounds that people yeah. were taking selfies in front of. And they were acting like it's like a paparazzi we opportunity. Have one of those. Yeah, we do. I <laughs> bought one for our anniversary show. <laughs> for some reason, we used, we used it for 15 minutes. <laughs> we definitely did. It was very expensive. Yeah. But... And I then mean, Kim screamed because I dropped the phone and she was a, <laughs> on Instagram live and she thought that it was going to like point magically directly at her face. <laughs> it's like your hands it's in there. Um, yes. And then, and then the phone was upside down the entire live. So <laughs> people were so confused. Lisa's hair is in like a messy bun. Um, she's yeah. not even where she's wearing like ripped jeans and just like a tank top. It's, not even something that you would wear to a club in America, no. let alone in very, Nigeria very where people are way more stylish. For sure. Very concerned about how many female fans Females. will be there. I'm shocked at the women and how they're acting. They're lovesick puppies. I was like, I saw three girls and they're yeah. probably getting paid. And they're taking selfies and they're not even like making contact with him. I think one girl put her hand on his shoulder for a half second. You could see Lisa about to lose her shit, but they they weren't even being obnoxious at all. No. And Soja boy never 
while he was next to Lisa, he had his arm around her the entire time. I have to say, like, maybe getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but he really, really went out of his way to recognize her during the show and um, made it abundantly clear before and after, you know, what the what the situation was, which I was frankly surprised about. I thought that he would kind of throw her a bone and be but but also try to play it cool in front of his fans and he really did it i know it was actually shocking i was okay i I would like you to rate these cast performances in order of hilarity number one is blake's wrestler mask performance from last season the second is this performance from soja boy and the third is Tariq's faraway girl performance on the beach proposal to hazel well, yeah. In terms of like individual hilarity, it out of context of the of the performance, I think Tariq still takes it. Oh, because it was so stupid. But in total, with the crowd reaction, this was this was the the top. Um, Blake's Blake's was, uh, you know, that's the only one where I feel like you know it's not my thing. And I'm not, I'm I'm not gonna judge it because I can't really tell if it was good or not. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and clearly, a lot of people enjoyed that. Whereas you look at Tariq, Faraway Girl, and this, and it is objectively hilarious. That's y- true. You can't you can't say, oh, well, this is just you know not your thing, Kyle. You don't understand. No, this is fucking stupid. And it's great. I I loved that he had a warm up, and the Dobbin sh- Dobbin, Dabbin Dabbin Dabbin, and he, yeah. they showed uh, that was brilliant because it showed the cr- it, it it kind of showed you how the crowd feels about him in general. Like that was for like that was a song that they knew, obviously, or at least they wanted you to think that. I just. When they started out with the Dabin 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 and people were going crazy, even there's though there's like, like Ubazelas and people are twerking. <laughs> there were like <laughs> 50 people in this club, but all of them were fucking their shit. pumped about it Dabin. Like, it was like the Matrix 2 it underground was great. dance party scene. It was hilarious. It was, it was so fun to watch them, though. Everybody was singing the words. And I had to look up on Urban Dictionary what dabbing means, but now I know it means <laughs> it means dancing or vaping a drug. Anyway, it was great. I loved it. And you're, then oh, you're, you're vaping a drug. That's what it said on the internet. Jesus I don't Christ, know. Kim. What does it mean? I I have never been dabbing. Okay, I'm not telling you. Aww, I'm not telling people are going to make fun of me. They sh- and they should. That's great. I'm embarrassed. That's so fucking great. Okay. Uh, still wearing a towel. Still wearing um. the towel. <laughs> Made it even better. And just like the difference, the change of atmosphere when he goes from Dabin into this fucking baby girl Lisa song. It's amazing. It is amazing. All Every single person in that club is just looking like wide-eyed, jaw agape. Like, what the fuck is this? And, I mean... It's set up so perfectly. If this was a producer troll, oh, they are brilliant. It, it has to be the number one producer troll in the history of ninety day. If if they were fucking with us, because 
of when the when the music video starts they zoom in on like a 30 inch tv that's bolted to the wall <laughs> that has quick time player it, 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 it's not even like on the youtube like not that it would be better but you would think like if they wanted to they don't even stream the youtube video no. they literally fire up like a QuickTime MP4 and don't even ma- they don't even maximize the video. It's playing in a window on the desktop and <laughs> they're just like filming this little TV. So they don't even have like a projector there or uh, you know nothing. I, I get a large TV or a large computer screen. No. Nope. Listen, I get that there's limited there's limited resources. It's different, but this is supposed to be a music video premiere party and i just thought that was fucking hysterical and yeah everyone just sits down nobody is standing up nobody is singing nobody is dancing except lisa who is like filming the entire thing with her phone the whole time smiling giddy like a teenager he's sexy as hell Oh my god! They are all sitting. They're looking at their phones. I I paused it and took like thirty screenshots of just people's faces. I'm gonna compile them into a collage and make a meme out of it. It's amazing. <laughs> Everyone hates it. And then my favorite part is at the end where it says in dedication to my fiance Lisa. <laughs> I'm like, did she die? It's like in yeah. loving memory of. Yeah, like... totally. <laughs> it totally looks like one of those faces at a funeral, and then. <laughs> Everyone's like, and if you thought the faces were funny before the vi- the video was over, when her face comes on, everyone is like, "What the fuck?" They just start looking at each other and like, not pure love. <laughs> Old white lady he wants your money. And so they start they start interviewing people, and yeah, not, they hate the video. Not impressed. <laughs> That what was the girl's name in the white and red striped shirt? Winifred. Winifred is MVP of this entire fucking season. I died. Her face, she was so drunk, first of her all. Facial expressions were amazing. Her facial expressions were so over the top. I loved it. She is made for reality television. I want Winifred just on every episode. I want her on pillow talk. Uh, Soju Boy, <laughs> impressed with how Lisa behaved around his female friends. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. I mean, she, I guess she didn't make a scene, so that's better than pretty much any other interactions she's had in Nigeria so far. Um, do they? Do you think that Soju Boy thinks that this party was a success? He has to know. I mean, if this was real, if their reaction was really that muted. He has to understand because he he performs in front of crowds all the time. He knows when a crowd is into it. Um, you know, my wife is in a band, and I've gone to every single show that she's done since um, we met. And, like, you can tell when people just want to, like, eat their food and have a couple beers and not be bothered. Because, you know, small small bands, you know, you start off playing in bars and fucking bowling alleys and restaurants and stuff and and little little events and you can tell when people are really into the music and they they're kind of like an open mind to like feeling some fucking rock rock and roll and and dancing versus 
I'm just trying to have a beer. Like this fucking music is annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you, you feel that and he has to know this was a total clusterfuck. It was everything about it was so hilarious. I, I, I don't, I don't even care if it was staged. I don't know that it was because people's expressions seem very genuine and confused and Very confused. <laughs> clearly was out of character for him and his performances and his music. I just, it was brilliant. I loved it so much. I mean, so and, and vid- I just love that, like, all the viewers here, they're like, does he really love her? I don't know. Maybe he does. Like, we're like, maybe, maybe he does love her. And Nigerians are just direct. They're like, no, fuck that. This, this is, is bullshit. <laughs> it's so yeah. dumb. It's so obvious what's going on. Like, you know, I loved it. I want I want to talk about the mother situation in the chalet when they go to Sokoto. Sokoto, I googled it. Um, it's in the far northwest of the country. It's it's kind of like desert adjacent, so it's super hot and dry. It's average temperature in April for reference because by the time this comes out, it'll be very <laughs> close to April. Is 105 degrees average. What? average daily temperature holy moly and it's basically the hottest place in nigeria but it's also dry which is a plus when Mm -hmm. kim and i we can handle that Mm -hmm. so yeah i like dry yeah um so basically they need to go get uzman's mother's blessing for their marriage but they don't expect her to be thrilled about this and both Lisa and Uzman, they get on this putter plane. I don't know if it's actually a putter plane. It was like a medium-sized plane. I've been on smaller planes. Um, and it looks badass. This whole experience looks totally badass. Like, it's totally authentic. It's so cool. Bobo Gandhi picks him up. And Not according to Lisa. <laughs> Lisa when, hates when they show, everything about this. When they, when they showed that window of the plane, I was like, man, Uzman really has long nails trying to claws way out of the plane (laughs) so the chalet bobo takes them to the chalet and i think that uzman's a little excited like yeah you know i got a decent place for us to stay in yeah why is the bed so low this is not a mattress it's a box spring I didn't put it there. I don't fucking know why it's so loaded. Yeah, he's like, I (laughs) did not arrange this room and cannot speak for the box spring. Uh, Sorry. Like, he basically, her screaming about the bed being so low, it's almost like she's implying this this must be a Nigerian thing, right? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Lots (laughs) of. Bitch, I sleep on the floor. I mean, it's a total Scandinavian thing I to have beds that are low to the other, ground. I sleep with three other goddamn men, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Shut up. I don't know. Hey, Kyle, what's one thing that Lisa uh, has in common with you and I? One star! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're right. <laughs> this is half a star. Maybe one star. Maybe one star. It's mine. Come to the bathroom right now. Oh, this is a big problem. What is her deal with this fucking bucket in the shower? Dude, just don't use it. There's another shower there, so just use the shower head. What is the deal? I was super confused about this because there's like a handheld, right? Yes. I'm not even sure what... This is 
me professing ignorance. I don't even really, based on just the very quick scene that they showed, they they glanced at it so quickly. I wasn't even sure. I I couldn't understand what the point of the bucket even was. They fill was it, it up. just to save water? Yeah, I think so. They like fill okay. up the bucket so that they can like. I think you probably get yourself wet with the shower head, fill up the bucket, and then you're like soaping yourself with the bucket, and then you probably rinse off. So it's could to keep be the soapy water on the bucket, I think. It, to it wash could also yourself. be like the water pressure could be so low that you yes. need to fill the bucket to like really get the soap off of you. Yeah, I've never showered that way, but I have showered with um like a bigger bucket in like El Salvador and Honduras and stuff like that, you know, sometimes there's literally just a giant bucket full of water and you have to take a littler scoop and dump it over yourself. And it's like not a big deal. It actually feels really good because usually hot as balls out. And you like, hasn't Lisa cold. ever been, hasn't, hasn't she ever been camping in her entire life? Right? Like she lives in Pennsylvania, like camping and outdoorsman's outdoor stuff is huge. In in and around York, it's I, I don't get this aversion to anything to that buckets? isn't the highest class possible. You know what I mean? Good good episode overall for uh, Baby Girl Visa and and Usman. You ready to move on? Yes, I want to move on to Big Ed. Okay. I'm going to go straight for straight for Ed. We are on day two. <laughs> Day freaking number two. Yeah. Yeah. Ed is still sweating in his hotel room. It's like 55 degrees in there. And the air con is like blowing in his face and he is just sweating. He's sweating in the cafe. He's sweating. It's just absolutely ever. Now, listen, I would, I would probably be the same way. Um, so I, I sympathize, but I wouldn't be wearing the same clothes that, just show stains everywhere. That's it's really gross. And I also wouldn't put mayonnaise in my hair either. So <laughs> I mean, he says it's morning and he's like drinking coffee, but his phone says it's noon. <laughs> yeah, and didn't he say meet at two o'clock? So it's two thirty, yeah. yeah. So I mean it's basically like, will you meet me in a couple of hours? I just Well, you know I make coffee that is so strong when I'm traveling, I'm essentially drinking coffee all day too. Yeah. So I don't, I don't he's begrudge jet him lagged. Yeah. No, I don't begrudge him either. I mean, I he just, probably didn't sleep well. No, I was really hoping that Rose would just never talk to Ed again. And this was over, but I knew it was way too early in the season for that to actually be the reality. And I'm so yep. upset. Hashtag I'm Kyle s- always right. I know. I, Except I, just, I did predict that we wouldn't see him for an episode. And I was wrong about that. Ed, it's pronounced Tagalog. Just FYI. How did he pronounce it? Tagalog? Like Tagalog. I, that one time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something. Like I, I probably have as well. Why, why does he think that Google Translate is going to endear him to her? It probably made it far worse. Oh, my God. He probably like said something horrible inadvertently. Hola. Uh, <laughs> yo, Kiero. Uh, donde caf- mas cafe uh, izquierda uh, dos treinta. <laughs> She's like, oh God, he's trying to speak my language. This is just not good. I, I also believe- recognize that 
Tagalog is not Spanish. Don't you don't have to at me. <laughs> the producer asks, "How are you feeling this morning?" I love it when we hear the producers ask questions. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> but Ed, like this is what I have fucking, all fucking shitty. <laughs> pretty, of... Feeling pretty stupid. All of my notes are still in caps for this guy because he's <laughs> yeah. crying, but he doesn't, he says he regrets what he did, but he doesn't seem to understand why he blew it. Like he never confirms understanding of what he did that was wrong. He just says that like, yeah, I know I regret it and I blew it. And I'm like, what, what, did, how did you blow it? What did you do that you regret? Because he never once mentions what, how that he's remorseful for making Rose feel bad. He's never, he never right. acknowledges that he makes Rose feel shitty. I think that he ultimately got what he wanted, which was the truth he, about her past. He browbeat her into revealing at least a little bit about her ex, uh, the, the baby daddy and her last couple boyfriends. And even though she was super pissed off about it, he essentially got uh, his wish, right? I think that when he says he regrets it, I think he is only and specifically referring to the STD test request. I don't He's... even think he regrets that. I think that he just reg- laments the possibility that the relationship might be over. Yeah. Right? And it's not about the specifics. And if she had said like, yes, I'll go willingly, even though you refuse to do the same fucking thing. Um, I feel like he wouldn't be regretful. He, he would have no comprehension of what he did. And his, his mission statement is even ridiculous to me. <laughs> he says, I have to fix this. I put way too much into this not to. Yes. It's which, so ridiculous. Which I I assume that he means like a little bit of an emotional thing, but I think he mostly means money. <laughs> he not he he doesn't say like I love her so much, I did her dirty, I I need to make sure that she feels okay. It's I have to fix this. I put way too much into this relationship not to. I got on a so plane for a up. long time. <laughs> I that was a forty hour flight. I I, I and I haven't even of, I shipped a lot of things UPS. I haven't even banged her yet. I can't leave now. <laughs> I mean, he just... he Those so feet look nice, though. Oh, my God. Do not talk about the feet yet. I'm just really trying to connect and understand her. Whatever, Ed. Whatever. He wants He wants to connect with her, all right. Yeah, he does. He wants to connect something to her. Her, her feet. Um, so we're at this cafe. He His hair is in the sweatiest ponytail... I am surprised he didn't pass out walking to this place. And I am just yelling at the television. I'm like, Rose, do not go. Do not show up. Do not. I knew she would. Ed's like, I went out hot outside in the heat for you, you bitch. And 90 minutes later, it's like Ricky waiting for what's her face. Like, All right. I wonder if she's under contract and they have an arrangement to get her some cash and she has to show up. Oh, that's a great question. Because she definitely doesn't look like she wants to make out with him at all. She doesn't even want him touching her feet. Well, why would you? <laughs> to yeah. be fair. <laughs> yeah. She would looks... you let him touch your feet, Kim? I No, I would I would not let any of these cast members touch my feet, but least of all, Who would you, ra- who would you oh, rather? I would let Jennifer Fuffer touch my feet. 
who would you rather give you a 90 minute foot massage <laughs> oh impromptu would you rather who, who yeah. are my choices big ed no um god who is more revolting than big ed ah <laughs> uh. colty <laughs> sweaty mozzarella See, Got they're it. not well. Colty's Got, deplorable, yeah. but sweaty mozzarella is not a deplorable person. We don't think. Yeah, I mean, baby girl Lisa. Oh, baby girl Lisa, a hundred times over. While smoking a cigarette and naked. Sure. Still. Really still, yes. Her. Yeah. No, no I contest. Really, I can't really think of anyone grosser than Big Ed. What about that sixty-year-old guy in the DR? Oh, that Chris. guy. I I can handle Chris. Okay. Still, I would still choose him. Oh, I think you can handle Big Ed so too. He'd probably give me like a rash on my feet. Remember, right? You have to go to a voodoo doctor. <laughs> I would just go to a podiatrist. Anyway, and don't get mad at us. That literally happened on the show. It literally <laughs> happened on the show. That is we're not, not. We're not being racist. <laughs> no. Well, Chris is. What are you talking about? Chris is white. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, but Abby. You know. Oh, Abby. Yeah. 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 Well, Chris is the one that had the rash to begin with. Yes. Anyway. Okay. I'm just saying. Anyway. Okay. So, Rose shows up, and I she looks more beautiful than she ever has. Does she not? I was like, damn, that's some revenge hair right there. I don't know why she looks so good, but... Not a drop of sweat. No. On her. No. Nor... <laughs> and I, it's even hard to tell she's wearing makeup. I just... She wants to hear what Ed has to say, but she also, like... Ed never responds to this inquiry that she makes. Do you understand what my point was last night? And he's like, yes. But he doesn't reiterate that he understands. And she's like, it hurts my past. And I'm like, oh, so painful. And then she's just like, so I don't have to take the test? And he's like, no. (laughs) She's like, okay, cool. It's just of all the people that could understand what a hurtful past is like you would think it would be ed and and you know he may he's the one that cheated on his ex and but i'm sure that haunts him in a way right sure he's been single for 30 years he's been lonely he had a a bad breakup with his ex um he's probably been through little micro relationships here and there that were painful you would think if anyone would get why they wouldn't want to talk about it constantly it would be him yeah why doesn't rose ask him about his him cheating on his ex-wife i kind of just feel like ed is just verbal diarrhea and he doesn't really even understand the concept of keeping anything close to the vest you know what i mean he just he just puts everything out there um for better or worse and and he's projecting his own extroversion onto her yeah, it's I I just don't know what else to say. He gives no indication that he understands why she's upset and it that is troubling to me. Like to be an asshole and understand why you're an asshole and then apologize genuinely for it is one thing, but to be an asshole and not understand like why your partner is upset and then just to go on foot rubbing, it's just just no. Just no, the, no 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 no. Right. And and of course the problem is if he doesn't really get why he pissed her off, if their relationship continues, 
he is going to still be in his own head forever about the STD test. Whether he says that he doesn't care anymore or not, that's total bullshit. If he doesn't really internalize why he was such an asshole about it, he's still going to be thinking, if they ever have sex, let us pray that it never happens. Um, He's going to be thinking about the STD test while they're banging. Probably. I don't know. I I'm I am curious to see how it goes when they go back to Rose's town and meet her family and her son and her dad. And I don't know, there's 19 days left, so 19 days. Anything else about uh Ed and Rose or can we move on? Let's Something move a little on. more fun. Okay, so this is controversial. I think that a lot of people are very split on this couple. Let's talk about Stephanie and Erica. Yeah. So do you feel like this relationship is authentic? Um, yes and no. And, and what I mean is like authentic as in they are in love with each other. No, but I feel like they are. So, okay. So here's what I think happened. I think that they have known each other not that long. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that they've had this in like four year. It's not like they've had this four year long online relationship and they're ready to get married tomorrow. There hasn't even been the word marriage uttered. I feel like I think mm-hmm. that they are kind of casually dating, and then she applied to be on this show and said, "I'm bi and I have a YouTube and I and we're both cute and fun and ha ha and here's my professionally made audition tape. You should cast us." But they don't I'm not saying they aren't into each other because I think that they are. So when I say yes and no, I think they are into each other, but this relationship is very very nascent. They they don't know each other that well. They I feel like they have been talking for not a lot of time. So when people say, Oh, this is totally fake. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's fake. I just think they kind of, it seems like they just met a couple weeks ago on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like we're watching the most awkward bang trip ever. Like we're literally watching yeah. p- people trying to figure out how to bang each other like an hour after meeting. I it's, it feels very awkward, but at the same time, they kind of seem like besties to me. Right. You know, like I, and I just don't feel that like romantic connection between them. It feels like they're besties that have this cloud of obligation over them. That Even they that, need to make out. Yeah. Cause like that kiss felt very rehearsed to me. Like Stephanie had her, felt rehearsed, but she it was had her hands like... in her own hair. I was like, what? <laughs> it felt a little, um, it was too long, right? Like they wouldn't have yeah. done that for a straight couple. You know, I feel like yeah, I feel like we don't ever see porn, that. They had the porn music going. I mean, they really want bathtub it. involved. We've yeah, never like, seen that on the show before. They don't she, usually go there. She put on lingerie and uh, twerked her ass to Erica, and she was like, "What do you think about that?" And then they started making out <laughs> and. It was very porn like, and I and I only say that because 
of the music and yeah yeah like the, the editing the, made it the very... editing grabbing the own hair um how, and how like long it was uh so yeah i don't know i don't know how to feel about it um it seemed like they really 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 wanted to make a big deal that it was two chicks on your screen you know what i mean yeah i think yeah and for me i just i don't care that much so i mean i'm I'm glad that they have a same-sex couple on the show, but it also doesn't automatically make me like think that their relationship is authentic, right? Of course. Um, so I I don't know. It just felt it felt very awkward. And another another reason that I feel like they don't know each other very well is because Erica's completely taken aback about how serious Stephanie's illness is. Right. Which like if I was you're very surprised about that. If you're really close to somebody and you have a life-altering illness like stephanie does and she that... posts about it all the time on instagram like all motherfucker, go to her instagram right now and she has pictures of herself in the hospital from years ago like i if they're super into each other like didn't you go through your husband's instagram like five years back when you started uh, dating yeah of yeah, course so if they're into each other like you t- you're telling me she's she doesn't understand what's going on there And just like your day-to-day life, like if you're talking to somebody and you're in an intimate relationship with them and you're telling them about your day-to-day struggles, like, don't you think this would come up? I don't know. It just seems like maybe Stephanie intentionally downplayed it, but it just seems like it's something that Erica would have had a much larger understanding of. Well, she tries to make it seem like she's all nervous that Erica's not going to accept her, which like... I don't you believe that for a fucking, second. You have a fucking YouTube channel where you talk about your illness all the time, which more power to you, you should. But don't pretend like someone that you are claiming to have a serious relationship with has no idea what your day-to-day life is like. Yeah, I know. I'm totally with you. So, I, I again... <laughs> Sharp Productions depiction of Australia is hysterical to me. Oh my god. I think it's great. Like they went from champagne in the bath porn music and they did a hard cut right to didgeridoo. And uh, <laughs> like literally like didgeridoo music and they're at a, a why are there kangaroos in every episode? Every it's episode. So all funny. six episodes. Kangaroos every time. Did you see that Erica was wearing koala earrings? Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. Did production just buy those for her? I mean, maybe and she, whatever. I, Stephanie's dressed like Carol Baskin, basically. <laughs> Tiger print pants she walking does. around. It's the first thing I thought of when I saw she was dressed. <laughs> and they go to this like outback sanctuary where they can play with kangaroos and I just wombats have a hard time. I just really have a hard time believing that's Erica's go-to. You know, you know what? what? I, mean? I was just proud of Erica for making any plans for her visiting significant other. Sure, yeah, but man, you live in the quote outback, which <laughs> a lot of Australians have disputed, uh, by the way. And every every single episode, we have not seen Erica without a kangaroo near her for like five <laughs> minutes on the show. It's so funny. And as it's we so talked true. about last week, like a kangaroo in Adelaide is basically like a deer <laughs> in the U S like 
<laughs> How can you really give a shit after? A, a, okay, granted, if you're taking an American around, it's probably pretty cool to hang out and feed kangaroos, even though they could rip your face off at any moment. Um, but yeah, a kangaroo could fuck you up. What are you talking about? A kangaroo could fuck you up, but a koala is way more likely to fuck you I up. I didn't bad. see any. Oh, you think a koala is more dangerous than a kangaroo? Oh, a thousand percent. Koalas oh, are vicious. Okay. Kangaroos, they just kind of hop around. Like, I know they can, like, punch you and shit, but, like... They'll kick not... the shit out of you. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to. Uh, what kangaroo sanctuary do you think we'll visit next week? Forced us. You want to force... Like... How could we make more <laughs> Australian stereotypes fit into one episode? Let's talk about koalas more. Talk about wombats. I don't know. Is Crocodile that a da- Dundee. Is that a dingo? <laughs> they haven't mentioned dingoes at all. That's true. Gosh. All right. You want to go David? Clown music. Oh, my God. It's literally like it's, clown computer music. Do, 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 do. Something occurred to me. If Lana is 27 currently and they have been talking for seven years, that means that David started talking to her when he was like 50 something and she was 20. 20 years old. Did we talk about this already? And it's still just just as shocking to me. Well, now episode six, I guess like, Seven is probably like 80 years old in artificial intelligence years. <laughs> it's like dog years. Chatbot years. Yeah. Who does not exchange phone numbers when they're traveling internationally to meet somebody? And what kind of a fucking dating website is this that it doesn't have a mobile app? so triggered by that (laughs) made me so angry but as i told you you were texting me about this you were so mad that it didn't have a mobile app but i honestly believe that this app is such a scam that first of all it would never be approved on the apple store yeah but for android android approves everything it's such a scam that android google would kick it off eventually because it's also probably spyware yeah, that's true. It's just, he's like, David's like carrying around his laptop like it's a smartphone because he can't freaking do anything on his actual phone. And it's. I, yeah. Oh. And, and as we talked about, I think we talked about this when we first met David. I think that if Lana even tried to give him her phone number, she could be banned from the website because that's how that they would lose money. Right. Yeah. But everybody finds a way to do it. Sure. I, I, the reason she hasn't given him her phone number is because he's her revenue stream. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we know why she hasn't given him her phone number, but the fact that he accepts that right, it right. is just makes him yeah. so dumb, 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 dumb. So what what sounds like a fun activity when you're meeting your future RV wife that you don't speak the same language uh, as soon as you pick her up from the train station? What are you going to do, Kim? Definitely horseback riding followed by bowling. Definitely bowling, dog. Only if only if horseback riding precedes the bowling. Yes, yes. Have you been to Ukraine? I have not. I haven't been to Ukraine either. 
I've been to Eastern Europe a few times. I've never seen a fucking bowling alley. <laughs> Such a strange. I mean, I'm sure they they exist. Ukraine's Maybe. a modern country yeah. with huge cities and lots of different well, stuff. Well, it has nothing to do with modern. It's but just like this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like why would we why would we have this much space for both? No one's going to just favor you this. know Lana's and wherever the hell she's actually at, like like Sokovia. He wants to go bowling whatever whatever it's fine yeah yeah um how is it possible that this motherfucker has been to ukraine like eight four times times. no he's been there at least four times i think he's been there more because we know that he's tried to hook up with other ukrainians we know that he went on one of these weird uh ukrainian women bang tours um how is it possible that he has zero? I mean, he has pole level language skills. He can't even navigate the train station. Yes, I know. You would think that if you'd been dating somebody from that speaks a different language for seven years, that you would make some attempt. Also, he's so cheap, and the translation service costs money. You would think he'd be motivated to learn the language just to save a couple bucks on his chatbot app. And he's no dummy. I mean, excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) Let me reword that. He is (laughs) gullible and a super dumb dumb. But like, if he truly is a computer programmer, he's had a good career. Yeah. He's had like, he, I'm just saying that's the same side of your brain that, um, math and language go together so he would probably be good at it if he tried i i don't know i just it's shocking to me that like there's no intellectual curiosity there either i i don't know totally just switching gears for a hot second odessa is this is that where we are odessa yeah it's a beautiful city like the streets look like beautifully manicured and the cafe he goes to is like all these lush plants it just looks really nice looks really nice they haven't showed a lot of it there was one scene where it looked like there were a bunch of wild dogs running around but (laughs) (laughs) i know there were like some strays yeah but other than that yeah it looked awesome it looked great so, um, I mean, the, Lana doesn't show up on the train. That's the big uh, story. And, like, yeah. is anybody surprised? No. I can't believe it's happening again. He's wearing his very best purple polo. Yeah. But, like, oh, Kim, untucked. But, Kim, Kim, she's not online. And that gives me hope. <laughs> I just, I, I don't even. This is so that, and so he meets with Anya, who courteously informs him that her hometown is literally in a disputed war zone. Uh, did you read up on that? Because I, I did I did not. But I, did I mean, she I say trust, it's a disputed trust, war zone or did she say that the roads are just really bad? She said that it is near the front. Wow. Okay. I mean, I know that there's some history there, but I'm, don't know specifics and I don't know anything about the geography that they're talking about. So I I should do some more research, but, um, I mean, Odessa hmm. is on the, the red or the, um, shit. No, I'm embarrassing myself. I, it's on the black sea, I think. Uh, and it's, it's not that far from the Crimean peninsula, 
So it it's conceivable that it's, you know, within striking distance of the an active war zone where Russians are encouraged and, you know, encroaching. It's- yeah, Odessa's at, yeah, it's it's actually Odessa's like very close to it is on the Black Sea and it's close to Moldova. But it's on the we- yeah, it's on the western. But it's side all the, the way country. in the west, but where she's from, which I can't pronounce the name of the town, but it is all it's 10 hours to the east. To the east, so, right, which is near yeah, the border. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like north of Georgia and kind of over there. So I, I know that Georgia, that border with Russia is quite, can be quite yeah. contentious. So maybe it's the same. I don't know. So let's, let's drive my shitty rental car 10 hours and 10 hours. I, I go, I was Google mapping like during half of this episode. <laughs> Where are all these places? Yeah. I, do you think he goes? Yeah, I think he tries. Um, I'd be I'd be surprised if he actually got to the town at all. And then his his explanation for how he knows her address. Come on, if she won't even give you her phone number, why would she give you her real address? She just gave you like a random address in the town she's in. Uh, do you have any concluding thoughts, Kyle? <sighs> Man. It's episode six, and at this point, we usually know who we hate and who we don't. <laughs> um, I have to tell you, like you said, I, I'm i a little bit surprised that I don't hate uh, Ash, <laughs> just based on the preview for the season alone. Like The pot of shame, I think, will be pretty funny this season. I mean, obviously, everyone knew that Lisa was going to suck. You could tell from the first instant. Um, we, I feel like at the beginning we gave Ed a tiny bit of benefit of the doubt, but by oh, we totally two, did, yeah. By episode two, we knew he was a piece of work, and he's awful. Stephanie and Erica, I don't like outwardly dislike either of them, but I'm having a hard time buying their relationship. I get and David's stupid, Yolanda's stupid. I guess what I'm getting at is this is the first before the 90 days season where there there I don't feel like there's really anyone really to root for. Um I guess I kind of am rooting for Avery and Ash. Strangely. I'm rooting for Avery and Ash. I thought I would be rooting hardcore for Stephanie and Erica. That's what I expected to be rooting for, but I just feel like neutral. Like, yeah. I think if they end up together, that's great. Great. And if they don't, then that's also good. Like, again, it just seems like the stakes are really low and that they're... The stakes are I mean, they're not talking low. about marriage, you know, like these other yeah. people. Not that they should be, but I'm just saying right. like, it just and doesn't feel yeah. serious. It doesn't feel like we're watching 90 Day Fiance. We're watching uh, International bang trip. Dating Bang Trip show, right? We're watching International um, Bang Trip. Awkward right. International Bang Trip. Usually on this on before the ninety, you have the person like they're, they're traveling with a ring. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's very rare that they usually at least force them to say, "I hope to return to America in an engaged man or woman." Right? We don't. We're not. We don't get this that at all with Stephanie and Erica. So I guess 
how invested we are in them is really going to depend on if they have an adult conversation anytime soon, which it doesn't seem like they will. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. All right. And on that note, thank you for listening. Overall, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying Before the 90. It's it's still easily the funnest spinoff. Oh, but, yeah. No contest. But, yeah, I I usually am more invested, I think, is is, is the conclusion, right? I, Lisa I'm entertained, Usman, though. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa is really entertaining. Avery and Ash, I'm, I want to, you know, I, I'll, I'll take back that I'm invested in them until we learn more about Ash's kid. I yeah. feel like we might end up hating his guts next episode. We'll see. I know. We'll have to see. We'll have to yeah. see. The children always do throw us curveballs. I don't like it. But that all, all right. that said, as always, still having a great time doing this show, especially given the fact that you're the only person I talk to uh, besides my <laughs> wife. Literally. So we, you know, we in the last couple of weeks doing these remote podcasts, we have stopped recording and then we just like hang out for like 20 minutes because we don't have any other friends anyway. And now we can't even talk to each other. So we just catch up and, and talk I about know. stuff. So miss you, buddy. I miss you. I miss the I cookies know. at your house. We don't have cookies in my house. We're a keto house. Um, so I are you still ketoing during all we're this? We're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Uh, I, I, come have, over I, I, I forgot about I the cookies house. Yeah, they're they're hidden in my drawer. I forgot to eat them today, but I'll eat I'll eat a cookie for you tomorrow. Uh, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. You can also leave us a five star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And otherwise, we'll see you next week with more of the shit going, show. I'm going to Kyle. If you have binged Tiger King and you want to start here in our thoughts we have episode one only on patreon we're going to be up covering episodes two and three on our thursday patreon only episode so sign up at patreon.com slash reality cray cray we'll talk to you guys next week bye